your words today will encourage, will, will inspire and strengthen in the name of Jesus. Um, I'd also like to thank um, the church leadership and administrators um, of this program for um, this opportunity. Um, so this morning we'll be talking about prayer. That's why I said coming from that session, um, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I thank God and um, I'm sure there's something. Hallelujah. Um, a lot of times when you um, hear people speak, one of the things that um, Nigerians and maybe Africans are accused of a lot is of how we're so religious, how we, you know, spend so much time going to church, attending programs, praying, and um, not focusing on, you know, maybe things that we need to do or things that need to be done, you know, not actually doing the work, you know, spending time, you know, praying and maybe believing God will come down from heaven and, you know, get things done for us. Um, and, you know, after hearing that a couple of times, you know, I started to think about what it really means, you know, and I came to the conclusion that um, as much as, you know, as people, we need to take action and do certain things. Um, it doesn't take, it doesn't replace prayer. And I personally believe that um, as a country and even as individuals, we have come through many you know, turbulent times through many periods in our life that um, if not for prayer, if not for holding on to God, if not for seeking God's face in those times, we may not have needed, hallelujah. Um, why do I think so? Um, the Bible says that, um, I, you know, all through the Bible, we see instances, we see God's word tell us how he always hears us when we pray. Now, um, in particular, I would like to read Second Chronicles um, 17. Second Chronicles and verse 17, it's verse seven, sorry. And it says, um, the great promise, sorry. Um, sorry. And my people who are called by my name, I'm reading um, the Amplified Bible humble themselves and pray and seek pray require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear them from heaven and forgive their sins um clearly the bible says here that when we come to him when we seek him when we require him as a necessity hallelujah he says he will hear us he will forgive us and he will heal our land. So um, there is nothing that replaces the place of prayer. And I believe that for any venture that um, you want to go into, um, the first, the basic thing that we must do as believers is seek God's face. Hallelujah. Now, um, I would also like us to look at James chapter 5 from verse 13 to 17. I think this is where 
um, I'm going to spend most of so James chapter 5 and I'll read is anyone among you suffering let him pray is anyone cheerful let him sing psalms is anyone among you sick let him call for the others of the church to pray by him and anoint him in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Confess your trespasses one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective prayer, effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Um, coming from this um, scripture, it's interesting to note how the Bible seems to prescribe prayer to deal with a wide range of different situations that, you know, we come up against in life hallelujah and so you know we're encouraged to know that whatever curve life brings you you're sure of a solution and that's because we can draw that solution from god the bible is saying speak to me seek me seek my counsel seek me and i will hear you i will answer and I will deliver to you that which you seek. And you know, sometimes um, this subject of prayer can be, you know, it's easy to talk about it. But sometimes you're in a situation and you have prayed. You have prayed, you have called on the name of the Lord, you have sought his face, you know, you followed his instructions. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, as far as you can see, you know, nothing seems to be shifting. You know, you don't seem to be getting the answers you seek. And you're wondering, like, why am I praying? You know, I, I know that, you know, sometimes I, I've, I've experienced it where I just felt like, you know what? I'm done praying about this. I've prayed so much. You know, I've talked to you about this. And, you know, maybe it's not me. Maybe, you know, maybe this is not something I should be focusing on. Um, I want us to know that if you're at that point in your life, you have to be at that point where you feel like, what is prayer? These people just come and say, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, you know. Nothing seems to be happening. Um, God wants you to hold on. God wants you to persevere in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. Um, if we go down quickly to um, James 17, I omitted to read it the first time. Um, it says, Elijah was a man who, with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruits. Um, I, I used to just like, you know, what the emphasis on Elijah being a man like any other person being a man like the rest of us you know and you know i just i just started to understand it when i decided to go back to the original story and to read you know what happened um first kings chapter 16 verse 1 i'll just read verse 1 sorry not 16 1 1 Kings 17, 1. 
um, 1 Kings 17, 1. Um, before then, he talks about how Ahab became the king of um, king over Israel and how he did a lot of evil in God's eyes, how he married women who did not um, honor God, how he set up, you know, t- um, temples to gods and, um, you know, he did not, he, he didn't honor God. Hallelujah. And then here comes Elijah in chapter 17, verse 1. And he goes to Ahab and he says, As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain the next few years until I give word. Hallelujah. And then, you know, from this verse, it looks like, oh, he just went to Ahab and made this declaration and, you know, rain ceased. Hallelujah. But um, if you look at the subsequent stories and, you know, what James says, the Bible says that he prayed, hallelujah, he said he prayed that there would be no rain. But, you know, where where it really drives it home for me is when we go to um, chapter 18. And um, it says, later on in the third year of the drought, the Lord said to Elijah, go and present yourself to King Ahab and tell him, I will soon send rain. So Elijah went to King Ahab. Now, jump to verse 41. And um, Elijah said to Ahab, go, because this was after the, the, the thing with the prophets of Baal and, you know, how God sent down fire and consumed the um, sacrifice and, you know, the prophets of Baal were killed. Um, Elijah said to Ahab, get some, go get something to drink for I hear a mighty storm, rainstorm coming. So Ahab, Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of, the, of Mount Camel and bowed to the ground and prayed with his face between his knees. Then he said to his servants, go and look out towards the sea. The servants went and looked then returned to Elijah and said, I didn't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go and look. Finally, the seventh time his servant told him, I saw a little cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. Then Elijah said, shouted, hurry to Ahab, tell him, climb your chariots and go back home. If you do not hurry, the rain will stop you. And the rest of the um, that, that passage talks about how soon the sky was black with clouds. A heavy rain, a heavy wind brought terrific rain and, you know, all of that. And what struck me here was God had sent Ahab, Elijah to Ahab. God not tell him rain will start, you know. But before that happened, a lot of processes went. And then, you know, after that was done, Elijah tells Ahab, a mighty rain is, a rainstorm is coming to an heat. And then while Ahab is eating, Elijah goes up and begins to pray. Hallelujah. You would think that, oh, God had given him a word. He had spoken the word and he could go and sleep. Hallelujah. But the Bible says he went to pray. And as he prayed, he asked the servants, go and check. 
The servant went the first time. He didn't see anything. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us how long he prayed for, you know, but the servant went the first time, didn't see anything. And he keep, kept sending him back until the seventh time. And finally, the servant saw a little cloud. Hallelujah. And this is when it struck me what James meant when he said Elijah was a man like us. You know, a lot of times we pray and we pray and it just looks like you're not seeing anything. Hallelujah. Elijah experienced the same thing. He had the word of God. He was praying and, and you have told demand the king. You know, you've already displayed some mighty powers. You've already shown him, you know, this is what my God can do. And you said, you know what, my God said when he's falling, better hurry up and go and eat because it's about to rain. And then you pray and you're like, okay, go and check. There's nothing. You pray, go and check. There's nothing. You pray, go and check. There's nothing. And you had to do that seven times before the manifestation of that rain began to come out. Hallelujah. And, you know, for me, it just tells us that as children of God, we remain in the place of prayer. We remain in the place of declaring God's word. We remain in the place of thanksgiving until we see the manifestation of that which God has spoken to us. Hallelujah. We do not, there's no, there's no timeline for stopping. The timeline for stopping is the time when you see, when you see the manifestation of what God has, has, um, has as um has promised you hallelujah i remember a saying that used to um be popular you'd be like oh my mates have done this my mates have done that and you know i'm still here my mates have and i remember you know listening one day and a man of god was saying like i don't understand who told you they're your mates who who gives you the timeline are you are you is, is god giving you the timeline are you, are you giving god timelines are you the one telling god when it is time for you or are you allowing god to tell you oh this is this this time that you know your time has come this is the time this is a set time for me to manifest all that i've spoken concerning you hallelujah of course we know that our faith is now we trust god today we're not saying oh god if you want to god maybe tomorrow is now but we need to also understand that god doesn't operate in the timeline that we operate where we we're only operating in this timeline because we live here hallelujah and so we need to not limit God to time as we see it or time as our lives on this earth, you know, define it. Hallelujah. And so God says in his word, hallelujah, that he, if we come to him, if we seek him, he hears us. Hallelujah. There's something also very interesting about that second Chronicles where it talks about if my people come who are called by my name, humble themselves. You know, a lot of times when we get to that point where we feel like, you know, God even do it. You know, maybe I should try some other way. You know, maybe I should, there are other options that people are telling me, you know, that we're getting to a place of pride, a place where we are no longer fully submitted to God or we suddenly think that we have some idea that can get us where we feel we should be or where God has promised us 
you know, promise to take us faster. Hallelujah. And God is saying, you know what? Don't allow yourself get to that point. Never allow yourself get to the point where you feel like God cannot do it or God will not do it. Let your faith always be that God that has promised is faithful. Hallelujah. The Bible says in um, Hebrews 11, it says, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Again here, he's not saying just those who seek him, but those who diligently seek him. What does it mean to be diligent? Hallelujah. Um, diligence is saying being conscientious that you are persistent you you are you 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 you, you on that part you are particular when a person is diligent about when a person is particular on that matter like you remain there you know and so that's what god is saying to us today that we should trust him we should trust that when we seek him when we are particular about him when we are fully trusting in him he is a rewarder hallelujah the bible says that his word will not fall to the ground but he will accomplish the purpose for which god sent it forth and so we know that he will come true there's not it's not a question of whether god will the question is now whether we will wait hallelujah um the bible says something um if i'm looking when bible is talking about the parable of um, of the widow and um, how she, um, she 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 was able to get you know what she wanted from a judge who was a hard man. Hallelujah! It says Jesus told his disciples before sharing that parable with them. He said he told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and never give up. Hallelujah! The Bible says we should always pray and never give up. And so I just want to encourage us this morning, hallelujah, that whatever it is and for however long it has persisted, if you are alive today, if you are breathing today, then you know that God is not done with you yet. Hallelujah. If, you, if, if you're able to wake up this morning and to open your eyes, hallelujah, and be able to breathe, you know that God is done with you. So I just want to encourage us this morning to not give up, hallelujah, to remain in the place of prayer, hallelujah. And then, you know, a lot of times, you know, maybe for some of us, um, you're wondering, okay, it's not like I have such a pressing issue, or there's nothing I'm really, you know, we still need to pray hallelujah we need to pray that there's so much going on in the world right now and um you know a lot of times especially for us older ones um you know you sit down you complain oh these young people these gen z people these um you know their kind of habits you know you look at what's happening you know the world all of the trans stories in fact there's some really outrageous stories someone who says identify as a cat 
identify as whatever it is, you know, and there's just a lot going on in this world. And, you know, sometimes you just want to sit down and say, oh, it's not near me. You know, actually, it's not happening in Nigeria. Hallelujah. But I believe that, you know, beyond our personal our personal needs, the things that we want, you know, the things that we believe, you know, we desire or God has promised us, there's a need to pray, to pray for our nation. Hallelujah. I know the, um, like I said earlier, the issue of Nigeria for some people is like, you know what, we prayed, we prayed, but you know what, I see God's hand in this country and I see how in spite of all that we've been through, he sustains his people. He sustains his people. And so I think that, you know, if not for anything, hallelujah, for the sake of the church, for the sake of the children of God, we need to keep praying, hallelujah. We need to pray for our young people, like I was saying, they're dealing with so much. They're dealing with so much. There's so much going around the world. And sometimes, people really wonder hallelujah we need to pray for them that you know for those who who know god their faith remain grounded solidly you know on the word of god and and you know in the love of god that they continue to believe and to trust and to know god's word where they find themselves hallelujah we need to pray for families hallelujah the devil is is attracting is 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 um you know, attacking families. I was talking with someone one day and, you know, it was all of these things that are happening, you know, in the Western world. And someone was saying how, you know, families, you know, are under attack and all of that. And, you know, he was trying to say the government was, you know, like attacking families. And I said to him, I said, you know, I have heard of families who have adopted this agenda. So their families who have refused to call their children male or female, the families who have refused to, who have decided that they would, um, they would not maybe dress their children in a particular way. They just let children decide. And you know, if from home a child doesn't have that solid, you know, direction to fall back on, when the child gets out into the world, you know, it's almost like free fall hallelujah and so we need to pray for families we want to pray for families that families will continue to be the first place where children get to know jesus hallelujah that for those of us that know god we will not neglect to train up our children in the way that they should go so that when they're old they will not depart from it hallelujah we need to pray for the church we need to pray for the body of christ we need to pray for kingsville church and its leadership hallelujah so there's there's so much to pray about we need to we need to secure our world now when i say our world i'm not just talking about our physical world but our spiritual world we need to keep the body of christ you know protected from the onslaughts of the devil hallelujah we need to pray for unbelievers pray for those that you know god brings our way who don't know him there's so much prayer can do that by the time you open your mouth to declare the word of god you have results a lot of us got born again because people were praying maybe they were not even the ones that spoke to us but people prayed over our lives and over our situations until we received jesus hallelujah so brethren this morning um 
I just like to encourage us that, you know, this is a season to pray more than ever. Um, regardless of what your situation is, regardless of where you are in this life, this is a season to pray more than ever. And I just want to, um, I just pray that, you know, going from this, that we will, you know, pick up that um, that call, we'll respond to that call and, you know, just begin to spend time with God in the place of prayer, spend time, you know, over our issues, over other people's issues. Um, the passage we read, read in James said, we should pray for one another, hallelujah. So we're praying for our brethren, you know, you know, those who we know are going through difficult times, even if we don't know. Thank God for the gift of praying in tongues. We just keep praying. We just keep praying. Hallelujah. We pray for our children. We pray for their future. Hallelujah. We pray for, for the future that they are yet to step into. And we settle some things in the spirit even now. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage us even, you know, as we go forward, you know, that we, we encourage to keep praying that we do not we do not give up even when it seems like things are are not working in the way we expect or we're not getting the results we want as quickly we need to trust god's love for us we need to trust his word the bible says he has thoughts to us and that he has thoughts of good and not of evil to give us a future and to give us hope hallelujah so we do not give up we persist in the prayer and we receive the manifestation of all that god has promised us thank you everyone for listening this morning um heavenly father we thank you we thank you for your word we thank you oh god because even as a seed has been sown oh lord you expand your word in our hearts and in our minds and you cause us oh god even to yield to you in the place of prayer and we receive the manifestation of all that you have promised us all that your word says concerning us in the name of jesus thank you everyone and um have a wonderful day.